This is Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State, a podcast about exploring the hidden gems right in your own backyard. Hey everyone, welcome to Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State. Sarah and I are here today to talk about Lidditz, Pennsylvania. No, I thought you said let it. Let it. It's let it's not lit it's. Or it is lit it's. Lit it. Lit it's. Yeah. Oh, let, let well, look, again. so I am doing my best to pronounce things in a, the correct manner, right? Like I want to do right by the town. However, right. something with this town, no matter how many times I look up the pronunciation, my brain immediately goes back to the wrong thing. So I right. I believe you said lit it's. Lidditz, I've been saying yeah. Lidditz. I I also thought it was Lilitz because my brain didn't see there was a T. So, yeah, no, I've oh been boy. spelling it Lilitz all along. I mean, I was like, that's that's not even right. That's the wrong letter. It's Lidditz. I bet you that people who live in Lidditz, <laughs> <laughs> like this is like a common like. Why can't people get our town name right? Just right. just right. try. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yes, it, I did have to Google how to pronounce it because just it, it, you know, it could go it could go a thousand different ways. Oh my goodness! But yeah. so Lidditz, that's the that's the official pronunciation. Unless we're wrong, and then people uh, can let us know. Call in, text Please us, do. be like, "Hey, you butchered our name again." But I will say, uh, whenever I was researching the pronunciation, I came across a. A few news anchor videos that were hilarious of them absolutely oh, no. not getting it right. Yeah. So we're not the only ones. It's not just okay, us. Good. Good. I just feel like it's also just the Z is kind of throwing me off because how often do you see a Z in there in a small town name? So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. But uh, anyway, beyond the pronunciation, which I promise we'll get it probably by the end of the episode. Fingers crossed. Uh, <laughs> so Lidditz, Pennsylvania is I had a lot of fun researching this one. I know I say that all the time and I'm a broken record, but I feel like this town, similar to when we talked about Port Towns in Washington, has like some really cool features that make it stand out compared to a lot of other small towns. What do you think? How do you feel about that? You know, I was going to say the exact same thing comparing this one to Port Townsend. I'm I had that feeling of, wow, I'm doing so much research and I know I'm just scratching the surface and I feel like I'm not able to really find everything I'd want to do in this town. So not only does it have history, it's walkable, it has shopping, there are events. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun to research because it's not, while it is, people say it's a charming town, it's a historical town, it's really not your average town, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of things to do, you're not going to find your chain stores or your big box stores. There are a lot of galleries, boutiques, uh, cafes, antique shops, and it's really mom and pop stuff that you can't find outside of yes. Lidditz, which I think makes it really cool. And not, I think it's what, nearly 50 plus and 50 plus shops, 20 plus restaurants, I think eight different B&Bs. Like it is just chock full mm. of things to do. Their chamber of commerce is like in it to win it. <laughs> they yeah. just have all the stuff going on and I got to applaud that. It's it's really cool to see. Yeah. And it's small too. It's only 2.3 square miles. 
mm-hmm. with 9,000 residents. So I feel like to have all of these things kind of like compact in this town, you're pretty much never going to run out of things to do if you're there for a whole weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And not only does it have things to do, but I feel like it's also close to things outside of the town itself. So you don't have to go far to find some other things to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, So let's talk about the history, because that, I think, is what Lidditz is known for the most. Um, I found out some just some basic information to start. The history of the town dates back to 1749. It was founded by the Moravian Church. And mm-hmm. f- like just to start, I feel like a town that dates back to the 1700s deserves like some serious recognition. Oh, absolutely. Like not every town could say like, oh, yeah, actually, one of the homes in the town was used by George Washington as a hospital. I was like, whoa, wow. OK, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel it, when it comes to history, It can go one of two ways for me, I feel like, with a small town. Either, you know, it kind of gets stuck in this time warp where history is the the thing that it's known for and it's the thing that people come from all over to enjoy, but it's like Mm -hmm. stuck in this time period. And I feel like Lidditz doesn't do that. In fact, it's the opposite. It's like they really honor and, and hone that, historical element but there's so much progress and like modern influences and touches that you're not if you don't like history you're you're not going to be bored there yeah i would agree it's almost like they leverage the historical aspect and don't just mire themselves in it and focus only on that because there are a lot of the things actually that i wanted to do in this town although I do want to appreciate the historical aspect, it wasn't really focused on like, oh, I'm going to go to you know the museum or take a walking tour of historical buildings or something like that. Yeah, right. And there are a lot of historical buildings and places and placards that just walking around town, you'll come across and stop mm-hmm. and read and enjoy. But then there are just a lot of other like really cool elements to this town that aren't steeped in history, but are worth checking out yep absolutely so budget travel called Lidditz, pennsylvania the coolest small town in america in 2013 do Mm -hmm. you agree without having any context of that year (laughs) yeah so yeah you're right i do not know the top 20 (laughs) rankings that year (laughs) shame on me i'm so sorry marissa Uh, but yeah i would have to agree it it has a lot going on I feel like we, we never ran out of things to research or do, or I didn't at least. And then it's just cute. And I've always I've gone on and on about how walkability is so important to me. And this is one of the most walkable places where you wouldn't even have to plan a day if you didn't want. You could just walk downtown and find all of the shops and restaurants you could ever want. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the appeal to me was the walkability as well. And that you didn't have to leave. You could, everything is right within walking distance, a couple of blocks. It's nothing crazy. I even went onto the Lidditz, Pennsylvania uh, visitors website and they have a map, a walkable map that you can print out or just carry around on your phone. And everything looks right next to each other, whether it's the restaurants, attractions, the bed and breakfast, uh, the park nearby, 
Mm -hmm. you name it that you can get to it via main street or side street yep yeah it's really accessible in that way yeah so outside of uh just like the basic history of the town um did you come across any like fun random tidbits of information that uh people might want to know about Lidditz? I mean I found a lot of just just like little pieces parts so um one, the sister city relationship between, probably mispronouncing this, but Convald and the Czech Republic. So they have a sister city. Um, yeah. And then they also have uh, a watchmaking school in town established by Rolex. There is, you know, uh, the oldest commercial pretzel bakery in America, the Julius Sturgis Pretzel Bakery that you can visit and take a picture with a big pretzel. Um, what else? Oh, there was something else. Uh, the... <laughs> I, I don't use them because I prefer uh, humane traps, but the Victor mouse and rat traps, like the ones you see with the V, and just imagine a cartoon mouse trap with the lever that was founded and has its headquarters in uh, lit. It's lit. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to start a marketing campaign for it's spelled with a Z, lit. We got it. I love that so much. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Um, yeah, those are some great, I had no idea about the mousetrap, uh, mm -hmm. also the sister city, that's very cool, um, and the pretzel shop, I thought was very unique, that, uh, established in 1861, and the family still runs it to this day, Yeah, which, you know, like, how many towns have a, a pretzel shop that opened in, in the 1860s? Oh, and you know, not only that, like, but in 19, oh gosh, well, actually, it might be earlier than that, but the Wilbur Chocolate Factory, that was also open very early in town and still remains to this day and has an attached Candy Americana Museum. Right, which I read that too, that it was, it's been fully operational for 125 years. And it was even it was like one of the premier chocolate factories way before Hershey's came to Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. which yeah. is super unique. Which I didn't realize. If is there like a chocolate factory war going on in Pennsylvania between <laughs> Hershey's and Wilbur? You know, it's so funny because I've never heard of Wilbur before. But growing up in New Jersey, Hershey Park was the jam. You could oh, go. Yeah? It was the lar It's like the largest amusement park in Pennsylvania, and it's just like rides. And I think there was a water park, but it's also just chocolate galore you know like any sort of theme park that revolves around chocolate as a kid it like it doesn't get better than that i had no so. idea so growing up in ohio i'm very close to cedar point that has a lot of like thrill rides and that's the kind of park that it is but whenever i heard of like hershey park or knott's berry farm things like that i'm like oh that's what is that do you just go there and buy chocolate but no it's actually <laughs> a huge attraction so yeah whoops yes it is it was a huge part of my childhood right there, Hershey Park. Um, Very cool. But yeah, so geographically, Lidditz, Pennsylvania, it's about eight miles from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And my limited knowledge of Lancaster was that it's primarily known as Pennsylvania Dutch country um, and a big Amish community there. So um, mm -hmm. it's about eight miles from Lancaster. Other than that, geographically, did you come up with any uh, fun facts or tidbits? 
Uh, so I, I not really. Um, I did. It felt very familiar to me because of my part of Ohio. I there's a lot of um, Amish and kind of the Pennsylvania Dutch bleed over into that area. So it's all very familiar. They make great stuff and like you know baked goods, wooden um, wooden items, things like that. So I've always been familiar with you know that kind of like Amish. Um, storefronts and things like that but uh no nothing else really that really jumped out to me um i do know that there seems to be a lot of pennsylvania um tourism efforts both in lidditz and in the surrounding Lan- lancaster area so like the lancaster um oh gosh what is it the uh food tours the you know like the different farms and things in the area, farmers markets, the Wirt, which is the uh, Warwick to Afreda, Afrata Rail Trail, which was a converted rail trail that d- connects downtown uh, Lidditz <laughs> to Afreda. And so it, they transform the rail lines into a paved trail with like pave, uh, gravel and paved trails. So I just thought that Neat. was really great too. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so in terms of uh, the best time of year to visit Lidditz. What did you come up with? Uh, what are, did you find some seasonal events? What would be the best time to recommend for people to get the full Lidditz, Pennsylvania package? So I will say that in this part of the country, I think that it's, it could be beautiful any time of mm-hmm. year. Um, but whenever I was looking through the seasonal events to make my decision, it was really difficult because they have like a, summer art show, a microbrewery festival, a farmer's market that's seasonal, second Fridays that's year-round, uh, fire and ice festival, a taste of lit. It's like there's so m- I-, I could just like keep listing all of the events and it's just so, so awesome. But I do think between October and November is where I- when I'd want to go just based on kind of the things that are happening. Nice. Okay. I did. Yeah, no, you? I found really for such a small town, there's so much going on all year long. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. with some of these small towns that we've featured, it's been a little bit trickier to find events or things like that. But man, Lidditz has a lot going on throughout the year. All the things that you just mentioned with the farmer's markets, the every second Friday. And then I ju- that Fire and Ice Festival just seemed like such a cool thing, um, you know, for, yeah. for a small town to feature. And I feel like that kind of would... I guess I would lean more towards visiting in winter uh, for something like this. Mm-hmm. I've never been to any sort of like ice sculpture festival and this, the entire fire and ice festival is last 10 days, which I think is super cool. Wow. Yeah, and it, it's all these, these yeah. ice sculptures and it's interactive and there's food downtown and food trucks show up. And it just seems like such a a cool event to gather everybody in town and just kind of appreciate winter instead of, you know, writing it off as this miserable time. Yeah, I I would have to agree with that. um, And they also have that Christmas in the park and some other like um, cold weather festivals. But I went to my very first, well, not my very first, but let's say my first adult like Christmas market in the past month. And I didn't realize how much I would love just bundling up standing by fires and, you know, ordering sandwiches and things like that. Like it, it was a lot of fun. So I could see why people would want to go to also this like fire and ice festival, which it just, it sounds metal. Yeah. Like that, that sounds <laughs> right. amazing. Yeah. Um, just seeing people, I feel like live carving ice 
into sculptures Mm -hmm. just seems like a ton of fun and that's just the bare bones explanation of it they in 10 days they really do a lot there's a chili cook-off there's a ton of of family-friendly activities um there's a maker's market and then they have like a fire and ice themed pub crawl for people to like oh yeah downtown to just like bar hop and and uh it just seems like such a fun way to to get to know the town but also and to see it all in one shot but then also meet a lot of locals and kind of pick their brains about you know how they feel about Lidditz in general yeah and and speaking of pub like pub crawls and taverns I came across um the General Sutter Inn that used to be the earliest tavern in Lidditz and uh I think it was and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, but Zum Anker, the sign of the anchor. Anyway, it was built in 1764. And so now it's an inn. But <clears throat> speaking about, you know, the activities there, it is hopping all of the time. <laughs> so they have Second Friday's live music in the ballroom, Saturday morning English breakfast, a Sunday oh. roast, trivia night on Wednesdays, waltz wine dinners, murder mysteries. Like uh-uh. they are just going all out to host events just all the time. So it's, it's really cool to see that. And yeah, if you're having a bar crawl slash ice festival at the same time, that would be such Yeah, I, I just, I really feel like Lidditz has a ton going on for people to enjoy. And it's not just adults, kids too. I saw there was mm-hmm. like a really cool uh, toy store in town and um, a beautiful park. Like it just seems like a really cool place to bring the family and even if you don't take a deep dive on the history, just kind of walk around and enjoy these small shops and antique stores and restaurants and pop in and out. And from from my research, everybody that, that says they visited uh, Lidditz is there's they say that the community is great and the locals are extremely welcoming. Yeah, that's great. I, I believe it. Absolutely. So with that said, um, I would love to hear about what your perfect day in Lidditz, Pennsylvania will be, because I just feel like I could have spent at least a couple hours planning an itinerary for this very small town because there's so much to do. So I'm really curious to see the things that you come up with. (laughs) I will say, I don't think I allotted enough time just to plan, but also planning a full day, I don't think is enough. Yeah. I'd have to stay like an, a week, an entire weekend, something yeah, like that. Agreed. Um, I will say that whenever I was looking for places to stay, uh, I know there's a lot of B&Bs and his, historic town and it's walkable, but I came across something that made me kind of flip the script and I came across uh, Rock Lidditz. Um, did you come across that company? No. So it is an entire campus, like a, you know, new tech campus dedicated to the event production community. And mm-hmm. they have something connected to it called the Hotel Rock Lidditz. And I just thought it was so cool and modern and just really interesting. So I'd want to stay there and kind of check out what the campus has to offer because they have a lot of events and workshops. And it just reminds me of this like cool production company that if you want to put on say, an event festival or a special concert, something like that, or employee training gala, you would go to this place and plan it out. Um, 
So, and it's not that far away. It's, it's drivable. So I would stay there, enjoy like the swanky new digs, but then I would go downtown, park the car and not return to the car for a while. So <laughs> I would, I would get breakfast at the tomato pie cafe, which just looked adorable and had great like cafe lunch, dinner kind of vibes. Um, and then because I would plan my visit in October, I would know that I'm going to see both the Artisan's Porch Walk where, you know, uh, artists and craft makers and things like that can, you know, sell their wares and I can just like wander around and explore. But also in early October, uh, they have their annual chocolate walk. So you get to buy a ticket and then with more than 20, 30 locations downtown, you can stop by and get free chocolate. All the money raised from ticket sales goes to support children-focused charities in the in the region. So I think it's for a great cause. You get a bunch of chocolate. You get to explore the town and you know have a path to take that you are intentional on doing. So I would do that. Um, I really wish that I would have enough time in the day to book a Lancaster County food tour and experience mm. food tasting within Lidditz as well. So I would hope to do that. I don't know about time, but I think it'd be nice to try a little bit of everything because there's just so much to offer rather than mm-hmm. pick, you know, a couple of places. Um, and then I'd also want to squeeze in a visit to the wolf sanctuary nearby. Um, and I know we've covered it before on only in your state. And I know it can be tricky with sometimes these sanctuaries and things, but I feel like the wolf sanctuary has, a, is doing a lot of good and raising money for good causes and are taking care of their animals. So I would want to go visit and donate to a good cause. And obviously wolves are awesome. And I would love to experience, you know, getting up close and personal with those animals. Um, but let's say that that doesn't work out or maybe throughout my research, I realize that maybe I don't want to support not saying that, but you know, with animals, it's really, I really like to be cautious and make sure that I'm not supporting something that is, you know, we've all, we've experienced the the trends throughout the pandemic. So you know what I'm talking about, but yeah. uh, I would also head to Elizabeth farms. And I think that that would just be a wonderful place to experience fall on the farm. So you know, have cider and have meals. They have a bar on site and then you can hang out with their fuzzy highland cows and pigs, other animals, and just really enjoy fall. So Mm. both of those businesses I'd want to support. Um, I think it's a really cool thing to do in the area. And then whenever all said and done, I would go to dinner at the Appalachian Brewing Company or probably Appalachian. I, I grew up in the, in the foothills of the Appalachian mountains, but I still don't, pronounce it properly um (laughs) but you know it i thought it would be a great regional chain to support and just hang out have some beer and and dinner so yeah i think i think that's it that's there's a lot of tours walking around and animals that's that's the focus i think for me yeah i feel that sounds like a perfect uh, uh literally a perfect day too for me anytime you have animals in there i mean yes oh yeah (laughs) immediate yes (laughs) Yes, agreed. How about you? What what are you doing? So, okay, I'm also starting at Tomato Pie Cafe because uh-huh. uh, it just sounds adorable. I don't know why. Like my family, we make a tomato pie every for every Christmas brunch every year, and it's like this family recipe we've had. Wait, what? That oh, that's a thing. I, I yeah, it's, it's an actual pie made of tomatoes. It's okay, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's like kind of like a quiche, 
Okay. And I mean, I'm sure there are different variations, but for my family, it's like a quiche with a broccoli crust, like a chopped broccoli crust. And it's like a quiche style pie with tomatoes on top and there's cottage cheese and other mm. cheese. And it's just kind of all baked together. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's like a family recipe. I, I think their tomato pie is a little different, but I don't know. I heard tomato pie and I feel like I've never heard that before in real life. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let me start there. Uh, right. And so they, yeah, they do have tomato pies there at the tomato pie cafe, which I would hope because otherwise, you know, <laughs> right? people would be very disappointed. But uh, yeah, so I would grab coffee and breakfast there and then head over to the Lidditz Springs Park, which mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, they have a duck stream there where you could feed the ducks. You have a vending machine that you can pop in some money and it gives you duck food. Aww, you can feed perfect. the ducks. I know. So I thought that was adorable. And then also in that same park, they have a a train station welcome center, which is like the main hub for visitors to come uh, when they're coming to visit Lidditz. And you can pick up a paper map. So I feel like I'd grab a map just to kind of see what I have in front of me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also added the Wolf Sanctuary because... Uh, yeah, I agree. It is tricky when you have any sort of, um, you're visiting any sort of animal focused place, but, uh, through my research, it does seem like they really take care of these wolves Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are rescued and rehabilitated. They have 80 acres of woodland for them to explore. So they're like not in cages and, you know, just kind of stuck for, for human enjoyment. So uh, I would definitely take a tour there. And it's family owned, which I feel like that I, that's pretty cool. It kind of adds to the, the appeal nice, of yeah. that for me. Um, and then I would head back downtown with my map and just peruse the shops. Everything I saw about these shops in Lidditz looks adorable. There's an olive oil place, I think called Olio, if I'm pronouncing that right. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, Olio olive oils and balsamic, which you could buy some fresh olive oil. There's this uh, bookstore called Aaron's Books that looks adorable, and they have new and used books you could buy, board games you can sit and play, so that looked like a cute place. And then uh, this little candy store, family-owned and operated, called Candyology. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it looks cute. Yeah, it it really does. And I just, you know, even if I'm just there on my own and I don't have, uh, you know, any nieces uh, or my nephews with me, (laughs) I would still pop in Mm -hmm. because I love candy as a grown adult and (laughs) they offer a bunch of options just to like mix and match these these candies some of them are vintage candies some of them are more modern but just looks like a really cute place uh to check out I do love finding stores that have vintage candy and it just takes you back immediately like that is so fun just to like wander around and see what there is to discover yeah, there was this one uh, when I was visiting Columbia, South Carolina um, over the summer. There's a place called the General Store. And on the top floor, they have maybe 20 to 25 giant barrels of vintage candy. Oh, wow. Uh, that Yeah, it was so cool. Just a lot of things that, you know, you haven't seen in a long time or you grew up with. And, you know, so I thought that was really neat. So what's your favorite candy? If you walked into one akin to candyology, what would you be picking up? Oh my gosh. This what a hard question. <laughs> um, no, really, because I feel like uh 
gosh, I used to love um, Sprees, Chewy Sprees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Skittles are great. Starbursts are great. I used to love Charleston Chews. Sugar Daddies okay. were so good. Like yeah. caramel. Okay. So you go oh, for the man. chewy candy. It's got to be sort of soft. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. What about you? Uh, that is... I don't know. Uh, I think I go the opposite. I, I go for s- some sort of hard candy. Uh, my favorite candy bar growing up was a score bar, which was just toffee. <laughs> it's just oh, hard wow. toffee that you crack into um, oh. and like rock candy, stuff like that. But even just finding like the um, older candy that I haven't seen in a while. So like zebra gum or, you know, mm. candy sticks and cigarettes and things like that. It's just, you know, nice to see that old kind of stuff. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so yeah, definitely candyology would be on my list uh, for sure. And um, I would have dinner at Tide House, which is downtown. Mm, it's more mm-hmm. of a modern spot, but it looks really cute. And uh, it's like a kind of like a craft place. They have locally brewed beer um, and a nice patio, lots of plants. It looked really cute. Yeah. Um, and, and then I would stay at the Lidditz Springs Inn and Spa which is Ooh, right there downtown. Nice. Yeah, it, it was built in 1764. It looks adorable. It's right in the heart of downtown. And downstairs, they also have a pub called the Bull's Head Public House. Nice. And it's authentic British pub fare. So a uh, perfect place to grab a beer before going upstairs to go to sleep. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I was checking out the, um, I think it was the spa that I, was looking at but since i just you know what i forget what where did i do a soak on the sound in port townsend i think I, mm-hmm. that was my last spa visit and you know, i'm like you know what i gotta i gotta mix it up uh i do like i think your day sounds amazing though because it highlights one of the coolest thing about uh lit it, is that um <laughs> is that you can just like walk around and experience so much fun stuff and do a ton of shopping and check out stores you don't even have to have a budget you could just window shop and have a really fun time yeah i agree and i think um i i personally would recommend people spend a weekend there because mm-hmm. i don't think you could see it all in one day I personally don't like feeling rushed or feeling like I visited a place and I didn't get to see all the things I wanted to. So yeah. for me, I would definitely plan a whole weekend, maybe even longer, yeah, and uh, and really kind of dig into all these things. Because a lot of the places, like, for example, Wilbur Chocolates, they do tours, factory tours. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want to take some time to really kind of enjoy these businesses that have been around for so long, which I just feel like is such a rarity sometimes that you have businesses that can say they've been around for over a hundred years. Absolutely. And I don't know about you, but as soon as I thought about the Wilbur uh, chocolate factory tour, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a group of friends. We're all going to dress up as Oompa Loompas and see how (laughs) annoyed they are (laughs) that we showed up like that. (laughs) See if you even get into the factory. Like not again. And we don't need <laughs> no more Willy Wonka's here. Oh my gosh. Seeing that Pennsylvania is a neighbor state, I was really, really hoping that I could just do a quick drive over, but it's it's like a five and a half hour drive. But I do think it's worth, like you said, an entire weekend to go and just really kick back and relax. Yeah. I, yeah. I Five and a half hours is not terrible. 
Um, that's that's about like what it would take from me, my house to Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. which I feel like t- time kind of flies if you're not stuck in traffic. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, was there anything else you found about Lidditz, Pennsylvania that you thought that we should know about? All I'm going to say is that it's lit. And please contact me for uh, marketing if you want. <laughs> Trademark that. Right? <laughs> no, I think it, I think we covered a lot. There's still more to discover, but yeah, it's it's a good place to visit. Yeah. So anybody that's listening, uh, in case you did not know, we have a phone number for this podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you visited Lidditz before, if you visited any of the small towns we featured on this season, or even if you just want to shout out your favorite small town, hometown, give us a call. You can text this number too. Leave a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. The phone number is 805-298-1420. And we're going to be playing your messages, uh, your voicemails, reading your messages at the end of this season. So please give us a call. We would love to hear from you. And that's about it for Lidditz, Pennsylvania. See, now we've nailed it at the very end. We did it. I mean, you you're at like an A plus. I'm probably like a C minus because I had a real serious thought <laughs> before every time I said it. <laughs> Post production edits. You're just going to be yeah, very right. quick with it. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Yeah. <laughs> If you're ready to take on this adventure with us, exploring the best small town getaways across the United States, make sure to like and subscribe on whatever listening platform you use. Only in Your State is an award-winning travel publisher that uncovers hidden gems and local favorites across the U.S. We have a presence in all 50 states with a passionate following of fellow travelers looking to get out and explore. Head on over to onlyinyourstate.com to find the best attractions in your backyard and beyond.